0: we have a situation. I am not a toy. I was made for soup,
1: salad, maybe chili, and then the trash. Freedom! Ah, ah! Buzz, we've got to get forky. Affirmative. I thought those
0: movies were done, dawg. They made three movies.
1: They did make three movies. This is number four.
0: Oh, soup! Come now. on! Toy Story long. Toy Story's my Let's kick the tires
1: and light the fires! Woo! It's 4th of July, we're Matt and Bob, and we're here to pod! You're listening to the 99th episode of the Analysis! Happy 4th of July, Bob, and happy preeminent uh, 100th episode spectacular! Yeah,
0: talk to me, Goose. What's up, bud? Talk to me. In our relationship, yep. who's Goose and who's Maverick? Uh. I,
1: uh, I feel like I'm, I'm Maverick. Because that's uh, weird, because more... I feel like I'm Maverick, but we're both probably Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> we're both probably Val Kilmer. <laughs> we're, uh, yeah, we're, we're both Val Kilmer's uh, wingman, whoever yeah. that guy was. You're uh, still dangerous, but you could be my wingman any time. I don't like you because you're dangerous. Yeah.
0: Actually, yeah, I, um, I, I want to I be Iceman. You can be Maverick. I want to be Iceman.
1: Uh, anyway. Well, I did lamely have uh, Maverick printed on the back of my um, ROTC okay, jacket. you win. You take it. Take it down. <laughs> but uh, yes, yes, happy 4th of July. We're actually recording
0: on the 4th of July for those who are listening into the future. So happy mm-hmm. holiday, happy Independence Day to everybody. America's birthday. I celebrated the 4th of July this morning by waking up and finishing. Today was the, the last episode of my rewatch of The Sopranos. We know that I've been doing this exercise, oh, wow. rewatching The Sopranos, and the final episode of The Sopranos is appropriately titled "Made in America." It's
1: and American it, and treasure. It is, uh,
0: those themes that you know, the American dream, and how mobster movies or stories always have built around the American dream, and even in the episode, AJ Soprano talks about the the fool's gold of America's dreams. So mm-hmm. yeah, just 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 I. It was fun the way that it ended and the, the day in which it landed I was like, oh, this is, this is appropriate for me to, to finish my rewatch on the 4th of July. So that's what I did this morning. How are you celebrating you, the 4th?
1: I, uh, I read a little uh, Ulysses S. Grant biography. Weird. Uh, and, and then I, um, I threw on a little Ken Burns documentary on the Civil War uh, as a companion piece. Ooh. Uh, and then I, uh, I watched, I got halfway through Lincoln. Just kind of like a deep dive into the Civil War. Okay, so
0: you're celebrating the darkest time in American history. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> some might that.
1: say the uh, bringing it back into the light.
0: Okay, okay, you know. But we're night, not here to talk about Ulysses S. Grant or the Civil War today. We're here to talk about uh, some some good old American movie watching with Toy Story some Four. Some heart,
1: some heartfelt, joyous entertainment. Yes, uh, but yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll touch on Toy Story Four and kind of get into Pixar a bit more. I wanted to ask you um, real quick. What's uh, what are your favorite like Fourth of July movies? I'm. Um, I mean. Yeah, I really like
0: Leonardo DiCaprio. Everybody drink, but I like Gangs in New York as a Fourth of Julyer. Uh, we've already talked about. Uh, I'd like to watch Independence Day, the Will Smith, Harry Connick Jr., yeah. which is the kick the tires, light the fires line is is in that movie, and no, then that's, yeah, that's in
1: Top Gun. And,
0: well, to, Well, they or say it, they, they ironically say it in uh, Independence Day as well. The the, oh. the jet fighter guys are going out. Kick the fires, and light the tires, big daddy. I got your victory mm-hmm. cigar. I got it right here. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, you right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it I, is in both. I uh, I normally don't watch. I should be watching Top Gun, but I I don't watch it on the fourth. I don't know why. But. Uh, uh, a
1: few a few years ago, I went to a Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Does uh, fireworks in a in a movie at night on the fourth. Um, and. Um, we went for Top Gun, which, you know, you, you get a fireworks display, you, you know, when the light, and then when it gets dark, you watch Top Gun. Yeah, you know, uh, Kenny Loggins fires it up. It's and, really yeah, ironic it... because I was just in Green Bay,
0: Wisconsin on a visit and was talking a lot with some friends about movies and stuff. But one of my friends was saying that he met Kenny Loggins. He had met oh, Kenny cool. Loggins after a concert that Kenny Loggins' son was playing in. But yeah, it was, it's, oh, it's, it's wow. interesting that you're talking about Kenny Loggins
1: right now because I was just talking about him yesterday. Yeah, Independence Day is another one of those just classics, I yeah. mean, for obvious Today reasons. Today we
0: celebrate our Independence Day. Bill Pullman. <laughs> yeah, what a great speech. Yeah, guy that was Both hot in- hot in the 90s, but, you know,
1: hasn't really done much. What so. if it, I bet he still gets, like, write-in votes for president. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Um, but, yeah, but yeah, Toy Story 4 is our main ticket here. I just saw it last night, and uh, you saw it a little while ago. Um, What were your, I mean, how, how do you think it stacks up? Well, we were both a little worried about it. I went and listened to our episode
0: 43, so many moons ago, back in January of 2018. We had done a, a full Pixar chop. We listed all of mm-hmm. our favorite Pixars, from best to worst. And in that conversation, we were talking about how they had just announced that they were going to do a Toy Story 4, and we said, why? And this is going to be Crystal skull Ask that you stuck the landing so well on number three, why are you doing a number four? But then the more the, the press was being released on the movie and I was starting to see advertisement for it, I got a little more excited for it to where by the time mm-hmm. I, I went to see it in the theater, I saw it on the opening weekend. So the theater was filled with kids and it was, a, it was a fun atmosphere. I enjoyed it, not nearly as much as I enjoyed number three, but I did feel like it was a fun time. And it had an, more of an emphasis on being less weighted emotionally and yeah. more of just a fun, raucous time. And and for me, you know how I love the, the emotional-weighted movies. I love all the Peak Doctor, Inside Outs, and, and the Ups, and, and movies like that. So I, yeah, I, I, I kind of liked the way Toy Story 3 was able to satisfy me on a lot of different levels. But this one was still pretty fun. How did you feel?
1: Yeah, exactly the same way. Uh, it definitely kind of brought a bit more... Humor. I mean, they're all kind of, pretty much all the good Pixar movies are funny and heartfelt and weighted emotionally. Um, it's They've only stumbled a few times here, you know, like the the Cars series for the most part, uh, Good Dinosaur. But, you know, for the most part, they kind of lock it out of the park. And like you said, they really stuck the landing on three. It was such a amazing so, way yeah. to... Yeah, to wrap up that trilogy, I mean, you can make an argument; it's the best of the four now, still. But I think you'd probably still have to give that to. I the go original. with the original
0: just for nostalgia's sake.
1: Yeah, for sure. But three, and, and three just... was
0: very much Andy and letting and Andy letting go of his childhood, and we were all in that place, or at least around yeah. that place, as people in our early twenties when that movie was released. Uh, and this is more of the toys starting to come to terms with with their place in the world and then them letting go of certain things. So they did add some new elements to it, I felt.
1: Yeah, like I mean you think oh there's nowhere to go. It wraps it up perfectly in three, and then with four, you're like, oh wait, I guess we didn't really deal with, you know, Woody's kind of letting go Yeah, like like you said, it's it's kind of the toys turn to to this you know, to, to yeah. wrap it up I um, I do
0: think that this movie will become one where when people start to argue about a fourth installment or a fifth installment and why do they even exist I think people can come back and say well if you look at Toy Story 4 they actually did add another element in that canon that made it worthwhile like I, I definitely think this wasn't just a pure money grab but they they explored some themes that hadn't really been talked about in Toy Story before and I thought that it made it worthwhile. And I was having a conversation with uh, a, a listener in Green Bay. Her name is Celeste. Shout out to Celeste. But, you know, she as a parent. She's a parent now. And just there's a lot of themes that, that hit the parents where it's just when Bo Peep is talking to Woody. And it's like they're going to grow up and they're going to do things that we never get to see anymore. And, and. And what's my place in that, and, and, and how that's very challenging to let something like that go. I could see where that would just hit a parent watching in the theater super hard. It's sitting next to your five year old, and and watching that scene play out and identifying with that.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. And also like for like the the new parents out there with you know young kids, it, it, I I'm always curious. And I'm sure they are as well. Like what what the kids are retaining. Like what's just kind of Oh, it's Woody, it's Buzz, it's so fun. Yeah, I think they just uh, like, like to say
0: trash like the the, the fork, you know. Yeah. I think they just trash, like trash. they like the physical bits, they like Ducky and Bunny. Like that's what they're gonna take from that movie.
1: You know. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um man, uh so yeah, let me uh let me ask you uh, where where'd you tear up?
0: Um I teared up I think there was two moments. Uh the moment where the little girl is crying next to the trash can. And yeah, the lost girl, the lost girl bit uh strangely hit me where I, I really wasn't anticipating that because, you know, it was in this mad dash to kind of catch the catch the RV, which also the dad trying to get the RV to or the toys trying to get the RV to the Ferris wheel was the best bit in the whole movie after <laughs> Ducky and Bunny's attacking the old lady. But Oh my god, oh yeah, god. That, that. the the R V bit was just killing me. But then um, in the middle of that, there's this like really sweet moment. I thought that moment that moment got me going, but then definitely Woody and Buzz on the awning and in yeah. the she's gonna be okay, dot dot dot, Bonnie's going to be okay. And yeah. this is and, and, and just him saying goodbye to the whole gang was definitely for me the teary moment. I was straight crying in Toy Story Three. I did not cry Mm -hmm. during this one, but I did get a little emotional.
1: Uh, for me, exactly the same. It it was like the whole movie. It's like, uh, oh, it's not quite as emotionally uh, impactful. I mean, in three, we had the 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 incinerator scene, which is just so yeah, that one, dude. I I was devastating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, For me, yeah, the same thing. When like the lost little girl and, and Gabby, the lost toy, kind of gives her comfort and pulls the string. And this little girl's like, don't worry, are you lost too? I'll help you. Like, in this little girl voice, like, forgets about her plight and, and decides that, like, them together are going to help each other out. I mean, I, that was just so sweet. Um, that immediately got me. Whereas up until the whole point, I was like, oh, th- this probably won't be as as a tearjerker as, as the other ones. Um, and then, yeah, the biggest laugh, like you said, Key and peel. I mean, I... I the, what a great uh, introduction! The the trifecta of the <laughs> um, how they're gonna get the keys off of the woman. Um, oh, so the, funny! The, just the long just the brainstorming. Of the, p- yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what was what was like the, the plush attack or what was Plush called? rush. Um, plush rush. Yeah. <laughs> wait, where is this going? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs>
0: Old lady goes to get milk. Goes home. Has a quiet dinner. Watches some TV has a little bubble bath with a glass of wine <laughs> it's all this fantasy and then and then buzz interrupts the fantasy they're like wait for it we're not even there yet
1: and then yeah, there's
0: two sound asleep then they
1: <laughs> raise from the
0: did you stay in the after credits and watch any of the yeah flush rushes
1: i did yeah i which in the animation on on them getting the the Stoner uh, Carnival guy oh, uh, was hilarious. So good. By the way, the
0: animation, <laughs> the animation in general, this is like photorealistic at this point. The opening oh, scene, yeah. I, this is real. This is these are this is a real movie. It looked like you know
1: the shot. It looked like a, a real house with with that rainfall. Um, I mean, it, it's it's gotten to a point where it's just absolutely un, unreal Yeah, they're doing like, donuts, man.
0: They're really doing donuts um,
1: at this point. The the scene where Woody's walking with Forky on like the dark road, and he's kind of giving that little monologue about so you know, good. why toys are important. I mean, yeah, that just the cinematography—it's it's unreal now. And uh, oh man, yeah, they've all—it's just like some of the best storytellers working. It it always amazes me, like especially when you find out, hey, uh, have you seen Toy Story four yet? I was like, oh, no. I mean, I don't really like animated movies. I was like, what? What it? Uh, I, I just don't get those that mindset, you know what I mean? It's just it's like the best storytelling. I yeah. mean they're geniuses.
0: Yeah, and 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 Toy Story for me, out of all of these different canons and Pixar has kind of gotten into sequel town, but it's, Toy yeah. Stories is just automatic sign me up. It's it's the original, it's still the best, and I, I love to, <laughs> I love the journey, and, and so we were worried about four, we, but you, you also gotta have faith in Pixar that they're going to add to it, and, and it's still going to be a great movie, and, and, it, and it definitely was, so I'm happy yeah. with their... It's probably, I loved, it's probably not a masterpiece, but it is a great movie. Yeah, exactly, and and I do love the this one had a lot to do with Identity Crisis, and mm-hmm. Forky actually thinks he's trash, and just sometimes <laughs> people reflect like that, and they, they think they're trash, and, and so to have a character that <laughs> truly believes that they're actual trash and trying to get into a trash can all the time. Yeah. A nice little touch, but it, it's really about through that becomes about Woody's journey. And it kind of surprised me a little bit when it comes up it's like, Oh, this is actually about Woody and in his place in the world yeah. and in his, his own crises. I, I thought those, those were really nice themes and I, 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 I always like the adult message in these. Uh, the older I get, mm-hmm. the, the more I appreciate them and and I and I did appreciate that this was a little bit of an easier hang than some of the, than Toy Story 3 was,
1: but I just I love Toy Story 3 so much. Uh, yeah, me too. What did you think about I, uh, the Ventriloquist dolls? Yeah, it was freaky as hell. I mean, uh I mean, it just reminded me of goosebumps. I couldn't I I that's all I could think about.
0: Oh yeah, there is a goosebumps. Scared Night of the living dummy. Yeah. And uh, uh, just the kind of, fact that the villain is trying to harvest Woody's organs was very yeah, yeah very, very spooky,
1: almost a horror movie. Plot, Christina Hendricks does a great job as this like, I mean, to be like the the matriarch of these creepy dummies, like it's such a creepy, weird, sweet voice. But then to also turn that around and to be a to be a doll that you kind of root for at the end. I mean, I, th- I thought she. Yeah, this she ends the up being the kind talent. of a sweet villain. Wait, who was the voice yeah. of
0: the...
1: Of Christina the, Hendricks.
0: Oh, it was Christina Hendricks?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Or, and they gave or, her red or, hair, or, so there you go. Wait, uh, I always confuse them. Uh, who, Anna Kendrick is the girl from Up in the Air, right? Yes, and Christina, Christina Hendricks Hendrick, is
0: the chick Chris, from... Mad Men. From, yeah,
1: Mad Men. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, Christina Hendricks. Um but the, the voice talent was absolutely through the roof I mean, in all of these movies, but but here, I mean you had Duke Kaboom, Keanu Reeves. I mean on a run. hilarious. He's having a good little run, here. yeah. He's he's a he's a meme he's a phenomenon. Are we he's in a Keanu a, Renaissance here? A Keanu Renaissance It's yeah, step aside <laughs> Step Aside McConaughey. <laughs> it's it's the um Keanu Keanu the Renaissance. Yes. Yeah, there it is. Trademark it. <laughs> Stamp it. Trademark it. Renaissance. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, Tony Hale is Forky. Yeah. Uh, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, uh, definitely a a, a totally off the wall character. Like I know they they've added plenty of new characters before, but this one just felt the most unique of the of the four movies, for obvious reasons. And the voice just felt. Um, just so so much more fresh, I guess the performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you'd have to point to, he was um, great. but yeah, and then to, to your point before. I just I loved listening to Tim Allen or um, uh, uh, Tom Hanks kind of talk about the fact that it's like, yeah, this guy thinks he's trash, and he, and it took someone else to kind of show him his worth. And sometimes you just need you know someone to believe in you and show you your worth. And yeah, yeah, just like th- those messages always. And it's are, and are it's really and
0: they're being given to you by Tom Hanks. America's sweetheart, so yeah, you know, it's always it's always nice. Exactly. and then we, we love Tim Allen, Michigan guy, but just the mm-hmm. inner voice bits with his with his little buttons and how each one of his his buttons guided him to the next plot element. And those it, were great. It, that was a great little running bit. Back to the the dolls because I I couldn't get over them. Who do you think is scarier, Sid in his? Cannibal dolls or uh, the ventriloquist dolls. If you were a six-year-old, what would scare you more—the the evil kid blowing up dolls in the backyard or or the ventriloquists?
1: I'd have to say the uh, the Sid dolls. Sid's. I mean, though, yeah, like the, the, the Yeah, it like, gets the, fucking dark like the, in the, that the, movie. The maimed, like it's like it's like honestly like combatants, you know, like Civil War, not to, I'm kind of in a, a thing right now, but like, like Civil yeah, War yeah, casualties. Yeah, tell me more about the Civil War, asshole. <laughs> 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 like, you know, limbless, eyeless, de- uh, deformed, gruesome, I thought that was more disturbing, especially at the time that I saw it. Uh, the dolls are definitely very dark. Um, I'd give it to Sid's army.
0: I love when that carriage goes spilling out into the carnival and everyone thinks there's a baby in it and they turn the carriage over. <laughs> yeah. and it's that
1: fucking doll. It's like a
0: terrified
1: scream. Uh, I saw this really funny meme the other day um, with uh, it, it, the top half was um, a Sid uh, toy. Uh-huh. Um, and then and then the bottom half was from uh, Return of the Jedi where it's like, you, beca- you became the thing you swore you destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, Any other performances you really liked? I I loved Bo Peep. so loaded. I loved Bo
0: Peep, and they turned her into a badass with that staff, almost kind of in Star Wars fashion, the the way she used her little hook staff. And it was brought to my attention uh, by, again, shout out to Celeste, but that Bo Peep, she didn't believe that Bo Peep was the original Bo Peep. Because originally Bo Peep was Andy's toy, and she was dating Woody, but she was never part yeah, of a lamp. Him. She was never part of any sort of lamp thing. And so yeah. it was believed that at least by this person that Bo this was a, a different Bo Peep. But I don't I don't I don't have enough information to go off of. But I did like I, what they did with that character. And she was really the impetus for Eddie or for Eddie, for Woody's self-discovery. So I I liked that character. That was probably my favorite character. Character and especially because it was brought back into the fold. Uh, That was my favorite kind of new discovery of the group.
1: And I appreciate that a little nine years before, this is going to be important. Yeah, you got to see
0: RC again.
1: Yeah, RC is great. So. Oh, my favorite of the originals, I got to give it to Wallace Shawn as Rex. <laughs> every, every, every line, that guy cracked me up. Yeah, they didn't use the, the group enough in this one. I think that's my
0: main criticism is I would have liked to see the original guys a lot more, and they they obviously did that a ton in Toy Story 3, not to compare them all night long, but they, they did that a lot more, and really, you don't get the group as much. You get, you get a lot of Woody, obviously. You get a lot of Buzz. But but you don't get Mr. Potato Head there was a lot made of how they were still using Don Rickle's voice, but besides a watch it buddy there yeah. there was nothing yeah. of Mr. Potato Head in there. There was there was nothing of Rex. There was very little Slinky Dog or anything like
1: that. So I would have liked to see a little more of the old team. I thought Rex got enough got enough in there. What was his panic his, uh, attack line? The panic is yeah. attacking me. The panic is attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah, he's hilarious. I, I think I think we got enough of the originals, except I think Duke Kaboom maybe stepped on Buzz Lightyear's toes a little bit. Yeah, get the I, fuck out I, of here, Duke. I, I actually kinda liked how they balanced it all out. And if you if you want to get the group, you know, go see the first three movies. Alright. Um, yeah, I should go fuck I th- myself. I, I think well with Bo Peep, I mean, was she in two or three? Has she been gone this whole time? I didn't not even register her and, to
0: me. I don't remember her in any of the other ones.
1: Yeah. Um I just think had we gotten more group, we it would have just been too hard to balance everything and, and the story they wanted to tell tell was kind of away from them and uh, I'd rather it, have it be four and a half hours, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm really pinning the star on Jesse. Just a lot of really nice, sweet moments, and mm-hmm. I think the movie it it deserves to be here, and it it had some it had some good things to say, and it's it was a great watch. So I, I, I thank you, Toy Story Four, for saving what otherwise is a pretty dull summer session here.
1: Yeah, for real. Where uh, where would this slide in on your uh, rankings of? Uh, I guess we're got we got twenty one films now.
0: It it would be probably top fifteen, but. I don't think it cracks the top 10 I, and I still have um, Toy Story 3 and Toy Story 1 ahead of it.
1: Uh, My top 10 is pretty locked yeah, in. It, I mean, it would have been it,
0: really difficult to, to catch the top 10. But I think well, it sits so just yeah. outside.
1: Of it. it sits around Coco,
0: the Coco range.
1: Yeah, so I, I I got a range of... From 11 to 9, I got Finding Dory, Toy Story 2, Ratatouille, Coco. Um, uh, Incredibles 2 is in there somewhere. I mean, in no particular order, yeah. to be honest. But I, I would put this ahead of A Bug's Life, Monsters, Inc., Finding Dory, behind Toy Story 2, maybe ahead of Incredibles 2? Somewhere yeah, in there? Yeah, it seems fair. Yeah. So I guess either, depending on where that sits, either 11 or 10. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, yeah, I feel like 11 feels about right outside the top I would 10. say
0: Monsters, Inc. in front of it, so I'd probably be closer to 12 or 13.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I have Monsters, Inc. fairly low, um, which is maybe unfair. But, yeah, I mean, like, you know, you got Wally Finding Nemo. Yeah, those, 4-E. yeah, there's,
0: there's no taking over those as a fourth and Up, Incredibles,
1: Inside Out, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, definitely worthwhile, definitely there's still... Do, do you think um, the reason the... when When the Woody goodbye scene to Buzz, do you think that was kind of like a goodbye to the characters? Yeah, I don't think you see.
0: I don't think you'd see Woody again. His character has his resolution, so to pull him back into another project would feel cheap. You've already. I
1: agree. I mean, I guess you you could say that now that he's a lost toy and he's on the run with the carnival. I'm sure there's plenty of things to get into there, but uh, that's that feels like maybe. You know, like, like a, when a big game franchise goes to, like, the Nintendo DS or, like, a handheld port, it's kind of like, or or something like a made-for-television sort of yeah. thing. It yeah. just doesn't feel like it'd be a main vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, any other final thoughts? I mean, I, let, me, let me throw out a few shout-outs here to some other, um, let me just give you this. Carl Weathers is the Combat Carls. Oh, um, Carl Weathers was? Yeah, nice. how uh, the, the, the guy that uh, got left hanging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good that, bit. That, that gave me a little chuckle. We got Jeff Garland as the uh, the Buttercup uh, unicorn again, uh-huh. um, obsessed with getting the dad arrested. I thought it was funny. Oh,
0: such a good bit. Dad's going to jail. Uh,
1: yeah. And then uh, Timothy Dalton as uh, Mr. Prickly Pants, who uh, when they're playing, um, he, he he longed for house because of, you know, or uh, no, he wanted to play the shopkeeper instead of the whatever it was. It was like the the she was she was playing town, and he didn't feel like he he'd gotten a significant role. Interesting. I thought that was kind of funny. Okay,
0: so there's a little IMDb research for you that I probably should have done before we hit record, but.
1: Nice. No, I just like, I, I just such great talent up and down all of these movies, yeah, usually. I, mean, yeah, I think I Toy Story, they really. If I
0: and Toy Story called me, I'd be like, sure. What, yeah. you, you need me for a week in the studio and I get to be part of the fun? Bring it on, bro. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just if we keep working yeah. hard enough, maybe they'll give us a call for Toy Story
1: 26. <laughs> <laughs> Move oh, God, lists. everyone's. Yeah, that well, that, that sniper at the Oscars really oh, helped yeah. us out. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, cool. Then you want to touch on like Booksmart? For yeah, a while? we
0: could we could talk Booksmart just for a, a couple minutes here. So for a while was sitting at a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but uh, some controversy in terms of lack of foot traffic at the box office and some even uh, some some tweets came out from Olivia Wilde. Which is, you're against feminism see- if you're not go seeing see my movie. movie. Uh, yeah. So you know, we both went out and saw it. We, you know, we don't want to see them. You know, we're woke. We're we're with the ladies, and yeah. the ladies can do stuff too. So we went out to see it. I, I would say I think this is a very good movie. It's super quotable. There's two incredible performances by the the, the leads. I, yeah. I for me, I it's just tough for me now. I think I'm past the phase of watching and truly enjoying high school movies, and it it just right. feels awkward 100%. watching high school kids have sex with each other. And yeah. I, the, mm-hmm. Just the humor no longer is in my wheelhouse. I I, I remember it and can still watch Superbad with just great delight and this movie's not to cheapen it, but it feels a little like Lady
1: Superbad. But it uh Lady Superbad, yeah, I know I know that I mean that's that's fair though, because that's Yeah. It's so heavily influenced. And also, I mean there's I've I've only seen Superbad the one time. I I could probably do it with a rewatch, but even even the trailers for for Booksmart, you got like you know the kid from Room, like they're doing like a younger version of Superbad, mm-hmm. and then you get from from the guys that brought you Superbad, and, and it's just like I'm, I'm just kind of yeah. There's a middle school
0: Superbad too, as well. I mean There's a middle school Superbad as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, and all those middle schoolers are just saying fuck all the time, and mm-hmm. it just uh, just doesn't feel. I just the uh, high just school party.
0: The high school. We need to find a party thing is it's just, I, I I think for people who are in high school right now or early college kids they're gonna see this movie and love it the same way that I did with Superbad it's just I, the the humor is beyond me now and also the central the central problem or, or or story arc revolves around we got into college because we didn't party hard but so did everybody else but everyone's going to Yale mm-hmm. and everyone's going to Harvard and that's just That's an arena that we never really played in, so it was hard for me to identify with the characters sometimes. But the movie still did some really nice things. It was fun, you know. I think that the the two actors were great, and they played off each other well, and it it felt like a really real and genuine friendship, and and the very intimate secrets that they had with each other felt very real. They felt like real people, I'd say. I loved Will Forte and Lisa Kudrow as the parents of uh, mm-hmm. the lesbian, the awkward parents of the, the lesbian. Girl. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, well, you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you uh, you definitely pound the table for Will Forte. That's, yeah. that's your guy.
0: Yeah, I'm a big. Everyone knows here uh, how how big a Will Forte guy I am. But
1: yeah, Bob Bob likes to swing on the balls. Yeah, I'm just Will Forte. Like <laughs> <laughs> swinging on his balls. <laughs> yeah. I love that phrase. Um, I mean, I just like I'm I'm watching this movie. It's quirky. The these young actresses. Uh, the, the one of which was a daughter of somebody I can't remember right now. Well, there's um, Caitlin Deaver and Beanie
0: Feldstein. I think the Beanie Feldstein is the the main girl Molly. I think she's gonna be a big star. She's gonna get a lot of opportunities.
1: Which one's her? Is she, she was Molly, one?
0: the the main character. There's two mains. Well, the, right? the, there's there's one girl who is is the the Yale principal or the uh, yeah the last valedictorian. President. You know, she's the that's Beanie Feldstein, and then. The the uh, lesbian character, Amy, is played by Caitlyn Deaver
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, she was cool. I liked, like, the little dance in the beginning, and she's got a, a quirkiness to her. And, um. yeah, it, like you said, I felt like real characters. I didn't really get into the, the movie until, like, the back third, when, after they've had their fight, and she kind of, like, discovers that, like, the badass... Rude chick is also a lesbian, maybe, and yeah. they have their moment, and then like you know the, the valedictorian speech, um, kind of was emotional, and or that you know that whole scene, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's just like I'm watching this thing, I'm just like, god damn, just like just just give me can't hardly wait or or um, uh, what what's what's, what's American the one Pies the... or
0: yeah that I mean it's it's its own genre the high school last night or wrapping up high school it's 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 its own definite genre. I think so for me there was there was just some really weird choices in it as well Uh, I I I didn't really the the, the, there's a great scene at the end where they start there's the the peak of the movie they start this big argument and they're like in each other's face and it's this really right engaging scene and then they drop out all of the dialogue and it's just music over the top of it and I was like why I want to hear what they're saying and it it be, kind of became this fight that's getting captured on social media and it, it was kind of just a weird the, the way that the party scene kind of took us out of that moment i, I thought was was an odd choice i just i, I the weird there was a the, there was a weird character that was always following around the, the rich kid he had this like girlfriend mm-hmm. of his or this friend right, who she was yeah. insane i never got that girl uh, so every, I got I got sick of her. Yeah, real and every bit she was in so many bits, I was just like, "What the hell?" Uh, I I did like when they went to uh, the TQ theater drama party. Uh huh. They, they, <laughs> they were playing there. murder mystery. Seems <laughs> yeah, like theater nerds. We, me, and you are, are theater turds, So I was like, okay, yeah. So the, I I liked that the theater crowd became involved, but just in general, I was a
1: young a young Dean Gibbs for sure. Yeah,
0: I love Jason Sudeikis as the principal that also has to drive Uber. Uh huh. Yep. And trying to that justify his life. <laughs>
1: um, I just see like Olivia Wilde kind of like wanted to make something so profound and like, yeah, a, an a homage to all these teen dramas and just like, you know, whined about it not really getting the recognition she thinks she deserves her di- di- directorial debut. Um, I mean, these yeah, movies I, I, a lot of times I, I,
0: don't don't hit huge in the box. I mean, I yeah. guess American Pie was a juggernaut, and Superbad did really well. But you know, maybe you got to be okay with it. I'm sure it's going to have a shelf life, and I'm sure
1: people are going to well, find it. Well, those movies it. had boobs in them.
0: Yeah, that's true. This movie does not. have boobs. <laughs> I did like the, what they did with the Amy character and how it's the her her sexuality. It wasn't about her discovering it, but it really was just It, it is. It is what it is. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's not this I like that huge too. thing. And she was, her, even though there's a, a a different sexuality preference happening here, it was still very treated the same way as a dude going to score for the first time with a lady. So right, they did, and I think that's why a lot of critics were gravitating towards this movie because it is super woke, and you know there's 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 co gender bathrooms, and it definitely exists in a world that is forward thinking and current, in a way,
1: if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but
0: I, I I just think eighth grade did that better. Yeah, I did. Um, I, eighth grade was, I, and I think eighth grade was more impactful
1: emotionally. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's written by a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, those are two movies came out within a year of each other, and essentially about the same thing. And uh, yeah, this one was just trying to be like the super bad version, or like the can't hardly wait version of of those yeah. movies, and still, uh, still I won't good. say it's bad. Still, yeah, it's yeah, still solid. Um,
0: you know. I could see why people like it. It's just for where we are in our life right now. It's it's not something where I'm you got to see it. It's you go watch no, it watch right. it and you know
1: go in with with a low buy-in and I think you'll you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would definitely I guess I'd recommend it. I wouldn't pound the table I'm like you have to see this, but mm-hmm. um I I feel like certain people, you know, just go have your own opinion. I think it's probably suited more for for you know, for for women uh, to enjoy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that. I guess, I guess that's kind of my take.
0: So I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you've got 14 hours of Civil War documentary left and you've got to read all of oh, yeah. uh, Abraham Lincoln's letters to Mary Todd. So I appreciate you joining <laughs> me on this
1: America's Birthday yeah gotta take another ear of corn from the steaming bowl. Old Mary Todd is calling. so I guess i better be going. Yeah, I,
0: I under, what's the old joke? I understand how the night ended miss Mrs. Lincoln,
1: but how was the play? <laughs> um, no, the joke is uh, well, other than that, Mrs. Well, something yeah well, aside from that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the show? <laughs> uh, theater theater jokes. Peter yeah. jokes, great. Uh, my American cousin, yeah. yeah. Oh no, uh, what's the other one? Um, oh yeah, uh, my American cousin uh, did okay in the bal. Uh, did okay in the uh, what's it? Um, uh, my review of uh, my American cousin. It uh, it played okay in the orchestra, but it killed up in the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid.
0: <laughs> too
1: soon, too soon, Hayes
0: yeah yeah too soon well let's get some Uh, fucking Kenny Loggins yeah let's get some Kenny Loggins and fire (laughs) thank you everybody for listening don't forget to subscribe don't forget to like don't forget to leave us a nice review and we'll see you next time
1: yeah enjoy those barbecues
0: (laughs) what about Buzz Lightyear I am Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger (laughs) <laughs> and then Woody's like, you are a toy! Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Do the think? thing he does. Do it, do it. Oh, uh, <clears throat> to infinity and your mom. <laughs> like,
1: what? Yeah.
0: That's not right. You sure? No, that's not right. I'm pretty sure that's it. No, 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 let me show you. To insanity and a blonde. What do you even say? No, that's not good.
1: To immunity and response. To indecency. and, and, and hey, hey, guys, you got it all wrong. It's to infinity and beyond.
0: Shoveling the owl. That's the stupidest (laughs) thing I've ever
1: heard. (laughs) You can't go to infinity, dummy. (laughs) It's impossible. He do be talking about infinity. You don't go beyond infinity. You don't know nothing about science.